Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Gary Holt from Exodus and formerly from Slayer, and you're listening to The Razor's Edge. Hey, everyone, it's Tag Team Affair as Jamie and Tom from The Razor's Edge join together, and we are joined today by a gentleman who's here to talk all about his band's brand new studio album, Seventh Son available March 31st. It's the drummer from British metalcore legends, Berry Tomorrow, Tony Adam Jackson. <laughs> I like, that's quite an introduction. Wow, thank you very much. You're more than welcome, oh. so it's very much deserved. <laughs> awesome, how are you doing? Are we okay? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. So how are you? Good, yeah. Uh, very busy, a little bit stressed, but um, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing okay. That's good. I'm sorry. I know you've got a lot going on, obviously, with the release being on Friday and you've got all your little shows. Um, you've got the launch show on, in London on obviously the 31st and you're travelling for four days. So, uh, no, I can totally understand that. Yeah, um, for sure. It's a bit busy time. Yeah. Why is it, Adam, that every... That no matter what you release, no matter what songs you release, albums, etc., why is it always gold? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... I mean, obviously, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, obviously, we, we try really hard. Um, we've been doing this a long time. Um, we try and not put out anything that, you know, we don't think is is good enough that we, ultimately, we really enjoy and, you know, that we think other people are going to enjoy as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, this album, you know, is particularly special for us that you know it's born out of some really difficult circumstances and um i think for that reason you know we're even more uh proud of it i guess than we maybe would be you know it doesn't matter what band you speak to like they're always going to think that you know the latest record is great but you know we're really proud of it we worked super hard um trying to make the songs just as as good as they could be um we worked harder than we've ever worked before to be honest with you um so it's just nice to you know have people say that they um they really like the music i guess so yeah thank you again no i mean you're very well i mean i've i've been following you guys since 2010 i think when i saw you at sonosphere so um i can imagine with and i, I won't talk much about it i'll just bring it very briefly obviously with jason departing in 2021 I can imagine, yeah. obviously, hit you guys quite hard. So the fact that you've come out fighting even stronger, even better than you were before, uh, just show goes to show that the, the work is being put in. Like you, you give a shit about what um, you're putting out there for fans to listen to. And I think with this brand new album, you're going to absolutely melt so many faces. It's going to be insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. I can see it myself. I can see it. <laughs> before we talk about the new uh, album kind of, to keep going and keep um keep like pushing uh, uh is really really difficult um so yeah i think we just tried to turn like a negative situation into a positive and and used it to re-energize the band you know like the reality is we we hadn't been happy for a long time and so we felt like we needed to make a change we made a change but we knew that it wasn't guaranteed to um, bring our band more success, you know, like it was a risk, uh, but it was a risk we felt like we had to take in order for there to be another, another very tomorrow record, or at least a, a future for, for the band. So 
um, yeah, just really, really pleased we took the step. Um, and I guess, like, you know, with with the album, and we certainly feel like there's a, you can hear that we're re-energized and, and happy, hopefully, in the, in the music that's been created. So, you know, if, if people can, can hear that, um, then, yeah, I mean, job done from our perspective. Absolutely. And you can see it as well. We we were lucky enough to see you guys at Bloodstock last year and you guys just looked like you were having the best time. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, honestly, like it was hot as balls on that stage and we brought <laughs> Pyro with us. So like, I mean, you might have mistook a, uh, a grimace for a smile. I don't know. I was dying at the back. To be fair, but, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, that it was a long hot summer. Like the whole of Europe, obviously UK was warm, but we just we'd been out in um, the mainland as well, and it was so warm everywhere we played. And the outdoor festivals, like if you you get a stage that's like facing into the sun, it's it's difficult to play high energy music. But um, yeah, like a hundred percent. There's quite a few people who've actually said that to us when uh, they've seen us in the last year and we are a lot happier and and as i said i'm just really glad like if people can kind of get that vibe from us when they see us on stage if they, if they notice there's a difference i think that's um that's really good and and to be honest there there is a huge difference in in how we feel um as a band at the moment which is um which is a really nice place to be i love that you can tell that that bloodstock stands out in the sense you've probably played so many shows and festivals since then, but as soon as you mentioned blood, it's fucking hot that day. Like everyone, that's all <laughs> anyone remembers. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. Anyone watching, like you know, you stood there and um, but yeah, you know, on stage, I think like you know, the sun was directly in our faces, and as I said, when that that pyro goes off, like it, it can be the coldest day, it's warm. So yeah, it was. Uh, it was difficult, but yeah, it was it, it was a great time. I only get to play it, you know, after what happened the year before and ha having to cancel. So um, yeah, it was a good one. Amazing. But before we talk about the new album, Seventh Son, let's just go back to start a little bit. You guys released your first album, Portraits, in two thousand and nine. Now, but how did you guys meet in the first place? Um, yeah, so essentially I started the band coming out of school into college with some close friends. Um, we started eventually playing local shows um, and, you know, one or two people decided to kind of move on, you know, didn't want to commit to things. We started to get more serious. Um, and like I met uh, Dav in a club in Southampton and he joined on bass and um, we started writing more of our own stuff and he brought Dan in. A good friend of mine, Andy, who was the screamer at the time, he kind of just started moving towards writing. Um, we did an EP, uh, and then it was kind of moving towards our, our first album, um, Portraits. But obviously, there was a good few years of work in there, um, and you know, a few different members along the way. But as I said, up until Jace left, like we had a lineup we had for for many years. Dawson been a part of it um, for, for years since our third record. So. Yeah, it's been a bit of a, a bit of a process, um, a long old road, but um, yeah, it's cool to still be going, I guess. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, a question: Why can't you find portraits on Spotify? Uh, it's to do with licensing from a label perspective. So uh. um, nobody really like our the rights to it essentially expired for the label that had it. Um, obviously, it was on Basic initially, and then it was bought out, and Artery had it. And then that licensed stuff 
um, it's all expired now. So somebody does have the rights to it, but they essentially haven't done anything with it. So it's kind of out of our hands, which is a bit of a shame. Obviously, we'd love for it to be online for people to listen to. But um, yeah, I, you know, we're trying to get it back online, but it's not, uh, it's not down to us. Actually. Well, that's rubbish. I'm sure you'll get there, though. Bloody yeah, music I industry. I know. <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> so, how long were you personally playing music before starting Very Tomorrow? Oh, I mean, I literally bought a drum kit to start this band. So, like, this is, oh, wow. this is all I this is all I know. Like, you know, I was I was learning how to play drums by tapping away on a pencil case by maths lessons. Like, that's that's kind of that's how we started, really. Um, yeah, literally. I tapped around on a kit at like college and um, yeah, just decided to get a kit so we could start what became Berry Tomorrow. So um, it's a bit of a crazy story, but yeah, you know, never had a lesson in my life, never been in another band. This is, this is all I really know. That's amazing. amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty well. <laughs> like, look at you now. Look at you now with the fucking seventh album coming out and just smashing them things to bits incredible yeah it is what and you know i always really enjoy doing these kinds of um interviews where you uh you get to look back on how far you've come and it's different it's it's difficult to not lose perspective sometimes but um yeah it's been an absolutely insane journey journey but yeah seven albums in there's not many bands that to get the opportunity to do that but also you know have the um have the energy to do it like you know it's so difficult it's it's really taken its toll over the years i'm not gonna lie um but yeah really proud to have be on the cusp of releasing our seventh record and still be doing it and still be um you know bigger than we've ever been before so it's um yeah it's a real achievement for us i'm, I'm proud of myself and the rest of the guys for sticking at it Lyrics wise, I don't know how much you're going to know about obviously um, Danny or Tom's writing, but does Danny do yeah. most of the writing or does Tom help out? Um, no, it's really collaborative now. So obviously, Dan, you know, would kind of do a lot of his own bits, um, but he has a big hand in the overall writing as well. Like, you know, could be melodies or lyric ideas, but Tom. Tom is a really good lyricist, and he's he's really added to the band in in a lot of ways, but um, lyrically as well. Um, you know, I think Dan knows that he can he can leave Tom's parts to him, and, and the lyrics would be great. They work really well together. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very collaborative across the board. To be honest, um, they both have input into each other's parts. In you know, not just the lyrics, but how the parts go. Um, but yeah, they they work really well together. That's amazing. Love it. Obviously, this is the first record with new members of the band. Did having that new blood and new creative minds in the group make this making this album different to the others? Yeah, I, I think so. I think, as I touched on earlier, I think there's just, um, they just brought a new energy. They brought a fresh energy. They brought fresh ideas. Um, Ed's an incredible guitarist. Uh, he brought loads of cool song ideas, like... Um, the title track, Seventh Son, is is mostly his um, kind of framework musically. Um, Carcass King is, um, is is mostly his song. So he brought blows to the table to Dorse, which was really helpful. And, and Tom as well, like, you know, Tom's a great singer. He can scream. 
Um, his electronic writing is amazing. Um, lyrics, but he also like you know he writes full songs. Like he came to us with guitar parts as well, like structures for songs. Um, he'd give Dorse kind of like ideas, and then Dorse would like beef it up essentially, make it more BT, but um, be that you know attitudes, personalities, um, and also just actual like ideas. So. We were very keen with this album to push ourselves in a way that we'd never done before. We knew it had to be bigger and better than it ever had been for, for people to give it a chance. Um, so, yeah, we just really tried to push ourselves and, and utilize those guys' abilities and influences um, to, to take the, the band to new heights, I guess. And I'm going to be honest, uh, mission accomplished. So yeah. every single track, I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, I've done it again. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, and I feel like there's some curveballs in there as well. There are some curveballs in that. It's a bit like, but I, but I love it. It's great. I, I think I think this is going to go down very, very well. So let's talk about it, shall we? So the Seventh Sun is out this Friday, the 31st of March. Are you excited for it to come out, Adam? Yeah, so excited. I mean, honestly, it's been such a wait for us. Like, we, we finished in the studio, like, a year ago. So, oh. although... It took, you know, a little bit to finalise with a mix and master. Like, we've been done a long time. So it's really difficult for us to have been sat on it um, and just, you know, waiting for it to come out. So it's going to be a big relief. Obviously, we're really excited to be able to hear it. Um, we're super proud of it. But, yeah, just just desperate to get it out and, and have people be able to digest it in whichever way they want to. Um, but, yeah, I you know, we, we feel the same as far as like, you know, we tried to do things that were that were BT, but like, you know, just push push new boundaries, I guess, which is really difficult seven albums in. But we, we wanted to do some different things. And I really hope that people can hear that um, because I, I think there is we're treading new water here as well while still making it familiar in places. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you you're stoked on it. Yeah, see, as, as Tom said, the record's out in a few days, but you have released a few singles from the album Abandon Us, Bolt Cutter, Heretic, Begin Again. What's the feedback been like for the singles so far off the album? It's been really good. Uh, the response has been amazing, to be honest. Um, it's always difficult to know what to expect, but you know, I think we could have we could have released any of the tracks really. That's kind of how we write our albums like, we write an album full of tracks that. We want people to hear um so picking singles is always really difficult um but yeah the response has been great i know i know abandon us is a complete earworm i would just walk around and randomly throughout the day just start going how do they do it to us <laughs> it's just just stuck in my head all the time <laughs> yeah i mean you know like obviously when the guys write the vocal stuff there there's a real effort to try and have things um you know be instant um, get them stuck in your head, be that, you know, dance patterns or Tom's patterns. So, yeah, I'm glad you think so. Are there any songs on the album that you haven't released that you're just like, I cannot wait for people to hear these songs? Yeah, I mean, uh, to be honest, like all of the other ones, I think they're super strong. <laughs> I think if I, if I had to pick, um, Force Divide is a, is a favourite of mine. Like, I really like that. It makes me kind of... It feels like I could run through walls if I listen to that track, which is always cool. Um, uh, track Care is great. Similar, it's 
it's got really heavy parts, but it's also got a really nice kind of brooding sense of melody to it. Um, Tom and Dan work particularly well on that song. Um, Manchester as well is like it's a bit different. I think it's mm. it throws you a big curveball at the end. Um, so yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm really excited for the album in general, but um, that's yeah, that's two or three that I'm particularly stoked on. Yeah. I literally couldn't pick one at all. I, 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 like you say, I'd pick them all because they're all, they all have their own, they're all incredible in their own way. So you, you can't, I, I don't think you can, I mean, Bolt Cutter was my favourite single that you released. I think that's absolutely unbelievable. That chorus, I just can't stop dancing to it. Um, but were Death Ever Colder and Life Paralyzed Tonight ever meant to be a part of the record? Or they, were they meant to be like standalone to be like, by the way, guys, this is what we're bringing to the table now. This is what we sound like. Yeah, they, they were never meant to be part of it. They were written um, as kind of two separate sessions as far as we were writing to get standalone tracks out, you know, comeback songs, as you say. Um, and then once we'd done those, we kind of moved on to, okay, let's write a record. So they were never supposed to be on it. Um, I think, you know, they could have been. Um, Death is one of our favourite songs we've, we've ever done. Uh, we're really, really proud of that song. Um, and it's, it's gone down really well. So there's quite a few people who are quite disappointed it's not on the album. But um, yeah, they were never supposed to be Life and Death. It was supposed to be like a standalone thing. Um kind of introducing the new era so yeah it was it was never they were never going to be on it um but yeah we like both songs all the same <laughs> yeah incredible i was just gonna say comparing like the first album you came out with portraits even even cannibal how would you feel like you guys have grown as a band since that new like new lessons you've learned along the way Ooh, um I think, well, I don't know, you just, you know, we do it longer, we play more shows, we get, I guess, better at what we do in some respects. Um, you know, there's like an added clarity and focus as to where you want to go with each album. You know, when we released Portraits, it was just like, okay, let's put all the songs we've written onto an album and, and write a few more and, and release it and see what happens. Like, we don't really know what you're doing at that stage, I guess, but... <laughs> You know, from there on, it becomes a little bit more focused. But I don't know. I think we got to a point six albums in with Cannibal. Like, obviously, it did really well. It was, it was a big album. It was released at a weird time with the pandemic going on. But it's a, it's a strong record. But I think we were starting to find ourselves a little bit uninspired, really, with what we were doing. Um, that wasn't helped by the situation we've been as well, to be fair. But I think we just, with this latest one, it was about, you know, trying to do what we do as best we can, but also just just push ourselves a little bit further, try things that were a little bit different. Um, but yeah, you play to our strengths, but um, as I said, just take ourselves in, in new directions and, and utilize the the natural difference in sound we're going to get, you know, bringing, bringing Ed in with his ideas, but also putting Tom on it. Like I, I said this all along, Tom could have come in and just written the same sorts of melodies that Chase did um, and it would sound different like he's got a different voice it's always going to be different in a way but we've just tried to um, yeah make things as good as they can be but also just really make an, if an effort for this to stand out as very tomorrow is right now and hopefully just introduce 
um, opened some more doors for us moving forward, I think. Well, I mean, I think the doors have been opened since you're about to go and tour the US, Canada and Australia this year. So apps, how, you, how about you buzzing for those? Yeah, we're really excited. We, you know, we haven't been out to those places in a long time. Um, like, uh, like 13 years to America, um, uh, less to Australia, but they're not places we've been to a lot. So it was important for us with this new album as well, this new cycle and just this new piece of life to make sure that we made it to as many places as we could and just to experience it and, and have a good time. So yeah, we're really excited um, to get to go out and do some headline shows and yeah, it's just really cool that we, we get the opportunity to do that. We're all just excited for the experience more than anything. Um, yeah, we feel very fortunate to do it. Yeah, I'm sure you'll absolutely slay them as well while you're out there, Ed. So, um, but like you mentioned at the beginning, you've got the five release uh, dates, London, Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds and Southampton. Um, yeah. Buzzing, excited for these? Yeah, definitely. I think... Um, they're always a little bit odd because they're not like normal kind of tour shows. Like, you know, it's just us playing. Um, Birmingham one particularly is weird. Like, it's, it's in HMV. I think they've got a little live oh. space. So it's, yeah. they're always a bit odd, to be honest. They're not like normal shows. But, um, yeah, we're looking forward to getting out there, seeing some people. Um, I think the biggest thing for us is getting out there and, and experiencing that connection with people and, you know, Hopefully people really enjoy the record and you can just, it's very rewarding when you get to spend time with, with fans who like what you do. So that always makes us feel much better about ourselves. So it will be, um, it'll be a great experience for sure. Yeah. With the Birmingham ones, I looked at, I saw the day and I was like, oh, they're playing in Birmingham. HMV the vault. What? <laughs> I, I was gutted that I just missed that on tickets. This bloody sold out before I managed to get one. I was gutted. Yeah, man. But I mean, let me know. I can get you in. It's not a problem. Oh. oh, well, thank you very much, sir. But, you guys want to come along? but where did the idea to do these small little intimate shows come from? Uh, I mean, I think it's it's a good promotional tool. Like obviously, generally, people need to kind of um, you can get in with just a ticket, but you can buy like really cheap album ticket bundle so it's a good promotional thing for us you know sell a few more albums but also just as i said get out and meet people and say hello and just kind of get on the campaign trail for a few days and, and just push the record you know we've as i said we're proud of it we want to push it we want people to hear it and so we need to get out and put the work in um to to promote it so um yeah that's that's what we do amazing uh, have you got any uh festival dates that you can talk about um yeah i mean all of our festivals are, are announced now uh we're not doing anything in the uk this year um yeah got it. certainly as as things stand like that obviously we're doing while she sleeps at ali pali so yes. to be honest as part of, as part of doing that we're not really allowed to do much else um from a exclusivity um clause wise um so yeah, well, that's our big UK show this year. Um, but obviously, we're doing some European festivals. Um, Rock Hammering, Rockin Park in Germany are obviously huge. So that's going to be big moments for us. Um, you know, our German shows are, are really going pretty crazy at the moment. So we're looking forward to that. But we're playing a bunch of others as well around Europe. Um, and then yeah, as I said, 
Yeah, it's just fully deserved, Adam. I think, you know, you've gone from strength to strength to strength with each record that you release. You can't put anything bad out. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it's all deserved. Everything that you get, you're getting given this year with America, with Canada, with Australia, with the Welsh Steeps, with everything. Um, I just, I, I, I just want so much for you guys. I, I hope that this is the beginning of just like a major, you know, like you're continuing the legacy basically that you've left um, with the previous six. And now let's do six more. <laughs> let's do 10 more. Yeah. I, mean, let's just, you know. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm pretty tired, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, can ima- I can imagine. Oh dear. Now, as like as I said, I hope so. Like you know, at the end of the day, mate, we've we've had an unbelievable career. This is this has got completely out of control for what it was supposed to be when I was tapping away on that pencil case in maths. You know, so <laughs> I can't complain. Whatever happens, um, but I'd be lying if I said we haven't got big aspirations. We want to be a big band. We always have done. We are, you know, a big band to some people, but we could also be bigger. So yeah, hopefully this record allows us to keep progressing. That's that's really our goal. I don't know what's going to come of it, but um, things are moving in the right direction. I guess that's what I can really say. Definitely. Just mentioning like the tour and stuff like that coming up, having now seven albums, it must be a nightmare to pick a set list. Yeah, absolute carnage, to be honest. <laughs> um, it's it's just frustrating because there's no way that you can please everyone. That's the thing. Like we're we're at the stage now where. You know, we could play for two hours and not fit everything in. And as I said to you, like, I'm pretty tired. So we're not playing two hour sets, hopefully anytime soon. But that's the kind of place that we're at with it. And especially going out on these promo shows, like we had to ask HMV, for example, if we could have more time because they would normally for these in stores, they're like, oh, you know, play 20, 25 minutes. That's cool. And we're like, oh, people are going to be disappointed if we just do that. So you know, it's, it's hard. I think headline shows are the best chance we've got to play a good selection. But at the same time, you guys know how it is. We're promoting a new record. We want to play newer stuff. Um, so, yeah, it's difficult, but we're, we'll just try and fit what we can in. And, and hopefully, regardless of what we play, people have a good time when they come to see us, really. I imagine Ed and Tom coming on board as well. They're like, must have been fans of the band beforehand. They're like, can we play this? I'd love to play this with you. Can we play this, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah some of some of it some of it um i mean they're, yeah they're pretty flexible with with what we do luckily um they're always well prepared but i mean yeah there's there's just so many songs like we've never even played live so it's it's difficult but it's always interesting coming back um to kind of practice and get ready for tours and trying to remember how the hell you play stuff and and also with a new album like you know we we're playing stuff live in the next few days that we've never played live before. And it's very, it's very different coming out of the studio. Like it's a the studio is a really controlled environment. It's very different tracking in a studio to then getting on stage and playing those songs live. So it's a real process to, to get ready and, and learn how to play everything well. So we're just, um, we're just finalizing everything at the moment, but um, yeah, it's looking forward to getting out and, and just, playing more of the new stuff live and, and hopefully people enjoy it as much live as they have been um, on on recording i suppose phenomenal as we as we start winding down now i just just wanted to add just a quick little question sometimes bands when they're playing live they like to have a, a little bit of fun and throw in like a cover song so my question to you would be if you were to give a song the bt treatment which song would you love to just 
just do your own little rendition of oh god um i mean we've done a couple of covers over the years you guys have probably heard um yeah i mean you know they have their place i don't think we'd ever want to play them live uh we did do our live in the video loca cover live once many years ago um <laughs> which was interesting um but yeah uh, oh i don't know um some it would be some some pop song i'd probably choose like a, an nsync song or something have fun with it yes that would be a laugh got some catchy hooks Tom can nail those and we'll just write some filthy breakdowns and put Tim oh. Blake over it or something. I, I, might have to hold, I might have to hold this now. I know, yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, phenomenal. <laughs> so before we let you guys go, like, what, what's the rest of 2023 looking? Is it just touring now or have you got anything else lined up? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pretty, pretty relentless now for us, really. We've got, um, Obviously, the shows we've spoken about, uh, then we head out in April. We're doing um, three uh, German indoor festivals for Impericon, which are always amazing. So there's a couple of weekends where we're to and from. And then towards the end of April, we fly out to um, Brazil. Actually, we've got a Brazilian festival. It's our first time in South America. So obviously, we're super excited to do that. Um, and we fly straight from sao paulo to uh la to start the u.s headliner and that's through may and we come back uh june july august various festivals um and then we've got september time potentially heading back to the states again and we've got while she sleeps and then october is australia so we're pretty back to back most months um and then really that's, I think, more or less going to be our year when it comes to live stuff. Um, we're probably going to have to think about writing um, at some stage, which is a bit of a scary thought, to be honest with you. Um, but we're probably going to be working on some new stuff. Um, and then, yeah, there's going to be more more touring in uh, 2023. It's, it's always a little bit weird because, you know, in about 30 seconds, I'm just reeled off what my year looks like <laughs> my life is just dissolving um in front of my eyes but yeah it's it's busy but um we're excited um and yeah uk and european stuff we've got a lot of plans for um for 2023 as i said more more of the international stuff this year and then um yeah bringing it back home um, early next year so yeah no wonder you're tired yeah i was gonna say <laughs> I'm did tired you at just least... talking about it, honestly. <laughs> did you at least manage to get the house the house finished, Adam? Yeah, yeah, the house is is basically done now, um, which is which is nice because yeah, I don't think I could cope with both of them to be honest. <laughs> no more ladders on staircases. No, no, that's that was a bad idea, but I got it done. <laughs> smashed it adam this has been absolutely fantastic thank you so much i know you're a very very busy man right now so we really appreciate you taking the time out to sit and chat to us not at all pleasure um it's always fun chatting to you guys thank you for having me uh and yeah just thank you for the kind words on the record i'm just really happy that you guys like it and hopefully everyone else likes it as much as you and then we'll be sorted all right they will mate. don't worry not to your Instagram DMs are going to be disgusting by Friday night. 
I hope so. Like, as I said, it's, it's really difficult being like sat on it and kind of questioning whether anyone's going to like it. So, um, you know, to have it out and have people hopefully enjoying it, um, that, that makes all the stress is worthwhile. So, yeah, I very much hope I'm flooded with positive DMs. Yeah, you will be. Don't you worry. If not, I'll be fucking making sure. No, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, maybe you can just send me a few yourself. <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. Don't worry. I will. We will. Yeah. I was gonna um, say. Awesome. I say carcass things. Carcass King made me feel things in my body I didn't know was possible to feel. So that song, <laughs> this album is phenomenal, and I can't wait for people to hear it. Everyone is gonna love it. Awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Adam, thank you so much. The Seventh Sun is out Friday, 31st of March, and make sure you pick it up, listen to it, stream it, I don't know, bleed it, just whatever you need to do to get that album out there. Share it everywhere, guys. It'd be absolutely amazing. Adam, have a fantastic evening, sir. Thank you, and you guys, you take care. I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels. For more information on this podcast, or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website, www.therazorsedge.rocks.